0: Welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, a guide for recent converts and seasoned K-pop fans alike. My name is Shannon, and I am here with my bestest friend in the world, Angelica. Say hello, Angelica.
1: Hello, I'm Angelica.
0: And uh, this is the very first episode of our podcast. Welcome. Welcome. Um, I'm jumping out of my skin excited to do this, so uh, bear with us as we try to figure out what this is going to be. Uh <laughs> But I guess our main goal in this is to just have an outlet to talk about the thing that we love the most in the world, which is Korean
1: pop music. Trying to get an audience for our own personal hobbies, which is... uh, K-pop, Korean pop music, for those of us who aren't aware. And hopefully this is an audience where, like, even if you know a lot about K-pop or you don't know anything about K-pop, hopefully you'll be able to find something for you. I
0: think our ideal audience is someone who knows literally nothing about K-pop but is interested in subcultures and like everyone is welcome everyone is welcome (laughs) that's the thing like if you are just now discovering k-pop and you don't really know what to make of it we're here to help you if you are like us a seasoned k-pop fan but just don't have anybody in your life to talk about these things with then we are here for you Mm
1: -hmm. if like us when you tell people that you listen to k-pop they just say oh Come here and we'll yeah. talk to you.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and the title, I think, is like, you know, sort of how we live our lives. I wish I could wear a button mm-hmm. on my collar that at all times says, yeah. ask me about K-pop, because that's what I want to talk about.
1: We'll have to make ourselves some buttons so yeah. we can just spread mm-hmm. the word, the gospel. Yeah, this K-pop. is
0: this is my religion now. This is what <laughs> I want to talk about all the time. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's what we're going to be doing here So let's do it. Um, So let's do it. So we got to start with the absolute most basic question there is, which is what is K-pop? What is it, Shannon? It's, I mean, at its base level, it's Korean pop music, which sounds like, okay, cool. It's pop music, but it's in Korean. But no, it is so much (laughs) more than that. It's so much more than that. And that's what we're here to talk about because this isn't. An overwhelming world that is different. There's so
1: much. That's why K-pop, I think, can be intimidating for some people to get into at the beginning because it's a different language, a different culture. And there's just so much of it. Because we're talking – Where do you begin?
0: Government sponsorship. Factory training models. A fan culture that is unlike anything I've ever mm-hmm. seen in my life.
1: And a music production structure that is very different from American pop music. The way that artists create music and release music and promote their music is very different from what you see here in the U.S.
0: I definitely agree. And... um So that, I think, brings us to our very first segment or staple of this show that we are going to have, which is we're going to be teaching you vocabulary words um, because the intention of this podcast is to mostly be educational. But fun. But fun, of course. And uh, a life in K-pop requires learning a lot of new words. And some of these words are Korean words. Some of them are exclusively just like weird K-pop fandom words um and we've got like a lot to cover All right. so for this very first episode our very first vocabulary word is hallyu hallyu which is a commonly used term that means korean cultural wave sometimes people just call it the hallyu wave um it was originated by chinese journalists in the late 90s to try and describe the growing popularity of Korean entertainment mm. and culture in the world.
1: So it's not – because my understanding of it – I mean, I didn't do the research on it. But my understanding, um, I was thinking of Hollywood and like the way that I've heard it used um, was almost more like a name of the industry, like Hollywood or Bollywood. Is it different? Is is that inaccurate? I
0: think it it's more encompassing than those things okay. because like – How you include not only includes K pop, we're talking K beauty, all that cool makeup and face masks and pore cleansing that everyone loves, K dramas, K pop, K fashion, Mm. uh, the popularity of like Korean food, um, video games, Starcraft, all that Mm. stuff. Like Korean, like there are so many things about Korean culture um, that are just like sweeping the world. And it's purposeful. Because the government pays for it. Some of it. Some of it. But like this is, this is their angle. We'll talk about this more in depth in another episode because it is truly fascinating. But South Korea just decided around the 90s that like what they wanted to try to put their mark on the world is to be cool.
1: Yeah, well, you got to separate yourself from those northern neighbors. Yeah,
0: <laughs> to be like the coolest people out there. So, like mm. that is what they're doing, and it is working.
1: So um, it's so Hollywood, the wave of Korean pop culture in any genre, really—music, mm-hmm. fashion, food, movies, TV shows. So, what initially captured you on this Hollywood wave? How did you catch the Hollywood wave?
0: Oh boy. Okay, so this is important. Uh, Like, all superheroes, all K-pop fans have an origin story. Um, (laughs) And so my origin story, uh, July 18th, 2003, (laughs)
1: 2013. Set the scene for us. Set the scene. Is it raining?
0: Probably. No, I don't know. It was Texas in July. It was probably just, like, way too hot. Uh, Came home from work and did my usual routine of sitting down and checking my YouTube subscriptions um, one of my favorite genre of YouTube videos is uh, people reacting to stuff, mm-hmm. old people watching Rihanna videos or little kids eating Weird food. Egyptian food, like whatever. Love that stuff. Um, so the Fine Brothers, like the pioneers of this react thing, did a YouTubers react to K-pop episode. The third video in the lineup was uh, Girls' Generation, I Got a Boy, um which is a crazy video. It's very brightly colored and there's so much cool dancing and whatever, but the beat drops out like at the end of the first verse. And I remember in the video, Tyler Oakley went like, Oh shit. And like, right when he did that, like I was like, Oh my God, yes, no. Yes. And I felt completely changed in my soul and I needed to know more about this thing. Um, And I sent, a I spent a bunch of time watching like, as many Girls' Generation videos as I could get my hands on. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, made a Pandora station. Um, I found, I dug into my own Facebook like a creeper. And I posted that next day, um, the Girls' Generation video that I had seen with the caption, Can't stop watching this video. It seems literally impossible. <laughs> um, so I was clearly, like, gotten. They got yeah, me.
1: instantly. I mean, that is a good... That's a great first K-pop video, I think, because it has so many different aspects of what K-pop is. Like, it's... Starts out bright and bubblegummy and like super colorful. Almost looks like a Target commercial. It's so bright. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, the beat drops out and it turns into a completely different song. There's a complex dance number with like five different costume changes. There's so many members of that group that it, and they're in different hair and makeup and costumes every scene. It's almost like there's a never-ending supply of people in the show yeah. in, the, in this group. So that's a good one. That's it's a good definitely first an one. interesting
0: start. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that was that was like the night and then my life was forever ruined. I for from there found A Pink which A Pink led me to a television program called We Got Married that we will do an entire episode oh, yes. on because it is so important to me and that's where I found Shiny. And mm-hmm. Shiny is our like ride or die forever band and I think by the time I found that like I knew I knew that it was you no, know, I was that over. The love it was, was over, real. and that this is what my life was going to be now, um,
1: <clears throat> and it truly has t- t- taken over our lives in many different ways. I mean, then you are the reason that I know what K-pop is at all. Mm-hmm. So you went down your rabbit hole, and then when I came home for Christmas from school, you dragged me in.
0: Now I have to stop you there because Bye. I pulled receipts. Oh last oh. night. So uh, <laughs> I have your I found your real and true origin story uh, because Facebook Is it not
1: the one I thought it was?
0: It's just earlier than you think it is. <gasps> uh, because Facebook and it's like infinite creepiness has saved everything we've ever oh said gosh. to each other. So what's my pop anniversary?
1: I thought it was January it's of this year.
0: September 7th, 2013. <gasps> Holy
1: shit. Yeah. Wow, that's great.
0: Yeah. So this is what I have I on my Facebook wall. On, I mean, you. I want you to tell the story as you remember it. Like, I don't have to come. In I with probably these just remember yet.
1: it out of order, but throw the receipts at me. Let's do this. So um,
0: I must have. I I feel like I remember we went out to dinner, and I was telling you about how I was getting into this new thing, like K-pop, and there's like cool dancing, and all of like. I think I feel like I tried to sell it on the angle of like there's cool dancing mm-hmm. because. Pop groups here don't dance anymore. Right. I also
1: remember you making a point that like if you loved Sync and if you loved Backstreet Boys, uh, if you right. loved Spice Girls Crap. and um, that's Club like, 7. That's like, the most important
0: part of my origin story that I forgot is that like I have always been into terrible pop. Like yeah. terrible seems like a wrong. But, I feel like objectionably if you're a person who like likes music, you would probably be like this is pedestrian bullshit. But like. This is what I love. Pop music
1: has always been our favorite genre of music. Yes. Not necessarily top 40, but like pop music. Yes,
0: especially like I loved that like time in like the late 90s, early 2000s where there Mm. were all of these like ridiculous European girl groups and boy groups like the A-teens and B.B. Mac and Bewitched. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And at the time that I discovered K-pop, I had at that time – put all of my spice girls and s club 7 albums back on my iPod and that's all oh, I was listening what a to weird coincidence. so i was like really in the mood for that kind meant of pop to music it. and to find that it was still being made somewhere is like Probably what and one of the things that keeps me in this so long is that like this is what I've always loved. So back to these receipts that I pulled on you. So I think (laughs) I like was like, Oh, there's boy bands in Korea, they're like doing boy band stuff and they dance good. And I showed you some videos and you were like, Fine. Uh Uh-huh. I'll figure this out on my own. So September seventh, twenty thirteen, at three PM, you post on my Facebook wall, okay, I see the appeal. And you posted the exo growl music video. Oh yes, girl, and I responded, "Ah ha ha ha!" EXO, uh, huh? Okay. You might really like Shiny. To which you replied, "Oh my God, the names!"
1: Yes, okay, I remember this all so clearly. Then,
0: now. fifteen minutes later, you post again. Wait, this
1: one is so much better.
0: <laughs> and you post XOK's K's Mama video. Ah, uh, and you say One Direction sucks. <laughs>
1: I stand by that. And I said, I stand
0: by that comment. <laughs> and I said, "Oh, I'm so happy to see you falling into the K-pop trap. It's good in here." And then you came back 6 hours later and posted, "I may or may not have spent the most of my day in a K-pop wormhole." <laughs> so there you go. September 7th, 2013. Story, yes. There there it is.
1: Story of everyday <sighs> since that day. Honestly, I mean, I I I guess I've remembered everything incorrectly now and I feel sort of ashamed. But I do know because I thought that you had shown me growl. So now I'm confused. I thought I did too.
0: I don't know.
1: I Because I, my confusion is like how did I know the name EXO to fall into their YouTube trap? But I know that they are the ones that I feel like explained what K-pop was to me. Like you had shown me. A couple of things. I'm sure you showed me I Got a Boy. Maybe you showed me Abracadabra Mm -hmm. or, like, Dream Girl. uh, No, I know you showed me the Everybody music video because that's when I remember thinking, like, "Mm, I don't know what this is because I didn't love the song. And then falling into – somehow I looked up EXO and I do remember the History music video being what got me because Mm -hmm. it is – Truly, a short film. I mean, let's be honest; it is very long, and it starts out animated with like a deep voiceover in the beginning, Mm -hmm. and like we talk about the creation of the world and these twelve aliens from Exoplanet, each with their superpowers, here to change the world, and they did. They changed. They changed my world, definitely.
0: And I feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves. This is going. This is going to be hard, y'all. We're trying. (laughs) To come at this from, like, a point of, like, you don't know anything. So I think we need to try to, like, backtrack a little bit and talk about, like, what are some of the other things about K-pop that, like, sets it apart? And I do, like, we mentioned all of these groups dance. Mm -hmm. Every single one. Incredibly choreographed dance numbers. Well, okay, not
1: every single one. But for the most part, the, like, truly successful K-pop groups are incredible dancers. They're
0: all dancing. Um, And singers. I mean, they are
1: good, very good singers as well.
0: Because, here's the other interesting element, they all spend their entire childhoods
1: training, training,
0: like, learning how to do this, Mm -hmm. to be performing machines. They're
1: not just, like, backstreet boys pulled off the street, you can kind of carry a tune, here, let's be a boy band. They're, like... Trained professionals by the time they are 16 years old. And so yeah. they're coming out onto that stage and they know what they're doing. Yeah. And they do it well.
0: Which I think is probably a good segue into our next vocabulary word, which is very important in the K pop wor- world. And that word is
1: idol. Idol. Yes. You're not a pop star, you're an idol, an a Korean idol. idol.
0: And that is the word that they use. Always. And it's Mm -hmm. so funny. And I wanted we wanted so badly to bring this up in this episode because we recently were fortunate enough to be the guests on the how to be the how to be less old podcast, Mm -hmm. um, which you can download on Stitcher and iTunes and whatever. Check it out. Um, But we went through an entire episode and didn't use the word idol once. We
1: talked so much about what we love about k-pop and never once used the word idol which is really silly we said member and we said star and we said singer every pretty much every synonym but the
0: word is the official
1: vocabulary word that you should know is idol yes Mm
0: -hmm. um so from here on out we will try to be good and use the word idol because that's the word you're supposed to use
1: but no promises
0: um so yeah these kids are idols because Mm -hmm. they work really hard To, like, come out as this thing Mm -hmm. and there's concepts And and, like...
1: Yeah, so let's talk about that a little bit. I mean, these idols, they train for a very long time and they're really... One thing I think that sets it so apart from American music is that their idol personalities are essentially characters and some of them have like stage names not all of them do but some of them do but what they all have in common is that almost every single one of them agrees that the person they are on stage like their idol persona is not who they actually are and there have been cases where like maybe um, like I remember uh, one of the boys from Shiny Onu. he or Jinky I should say his real name is Lee Jinky and his stage name is Onu. and he went to somebody's show maybe it was John Young's or Timmy's or something and they were like oh come here like Jinky's here and he refused to go on stage because he said that he wasn't there as Onu; he was just there as Jinky and right. he like didn't want to be he was just there as a fan and there's that
0: really like sad moment in the I Am documentary where that guy from TVXQ said that he like saw himself on television and he didn't recognize himself because the stage mm-hmm. version of himself is, is so, so different. different yeah Um
1: well but that's the we- thing is
0: that they're like a product like that's why K-pop mm-hmm. is so crazy because it's just like it exists to sell coolness as in the country, to sell clothes, to sell makeup, to sell, like, whatever. And, like, we will get into all of this because it's so fascinating. Mm-hmm. But, like, why... But, like, I feel like the, when we list it out like this, it sounds kind of crazy. So why Why do we love it so much?
1: Why do we love it so much? I think that that's a great question. Um, I would say that K-pop is something that will consistently make me happy. Mm -hmm. And that is the easiest way that I can put it. And I recently was, like, lucky enough that my friends humored me over New Year's and they allowed me to play the entirety of a 50-video playlist that we put together um, on, like, K-pop essentials. And every video is – it's bright, it's colorful, it's fun, it's complex, and the people are incredibly talented, and it's just – refreshing, I Mm -hmm. think. I mean, I I know that personally I got really disappointed with some American pop music that, you know, to a certain extent, you don't really have to be a very good singer in order to be a successful American pop star. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at Katy Perry. The girl can't carry a tune live, but yet she sells an absurd amount of records. And these kids, or these now many of them I are I love adults. calling
0: them kids because we're old. Yeah, we're, we're are a lot old.
1: older than many of our favorite <laughs> K-pop stars. So you will hear us usually refer to them as children or babies. <laughs> many of them are not They're, they're not in their children. late 20s, but <laughs> we are, are older adults. Than them. <laughs> <laughs> they're our children. Um, but anyway... Yeah, these kids, they go out and they actually have to be able to sing. You know, like no one is going out and lip syncing. They're not actually um, capable of doing whatever song they're doing. They are incredible.
0: Because, yeah, they just work so hard and it, it just makes me feel good. Because it reminds me of, you know, it reminds me of a simpler time. Mm-hmm. It's They're making newer music, but it still somehow sounds like music from 20 years ago. Yep. Um, and it's just comforting. And I mm. I love it. It makes me so, so happy. Should
1: we talk about some specific examples? Like, let's maybe root these in these superlatives in, like, examples people could look up. Like, who's a favorite girl group of yours? My favorite what girl do you group love about group is
0: Pink. Um, I love them because they sound. Well, they have. They sound. They sa- they capture <laughs> that like early two thousands European girl group like sound that mm-hmm. I want so desperately. Um, that I could, I could, I can. Cl- play. I feel like we
1: should play some examples. Okay. Like, how can we talk about K-pop without actually listening to a bit of it? You should so, know what we're what we're talking about. We
0: will play right now the very first A Pink song that caught my attention that day that I told you after I watched the Girls Generation video and made a Pandora station. This song came on my Pandora, and I was truly forever lost. And I feel like as soon as we play this, and Helica's going to start laughing at me because like <laughs> this is truly like as cheesy as K-pop gets, but like. I love it. So let's hear a little bit of Booby Boo by A Pink.
1: Dear boy. (laughs) You're my angel. (laughs) Let me show you where they Woo. Jumping right in with a dance break. They're all wearing plaid. I know. And they have like little hats. fedora with the flower. (laughs) But they are singing live. You can hear them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They look so little. This was like six years ago.
1: And they all have natural hair colors. That's how you know a group is fresh. Yeah. Boop beep boop. Boop beep boop. But how can you help not? I know feeling peppy like it's so bright. Boop beep boop. Mm. Boop beep boop. I love my dada dada.
0: My kusuri dada dada. 좋아 좋아 좋아. So we'll fade that out, but uh yeah. That's that was that's what got me Mm -hmm. going that like cheesy bubblegum girl stuff. Mm -hmm. I love it.
1: Yes. And actually, I'm glad that you played that because when we first got into K-pop, Shannon and I have we have a bit of a divide in our tastes. We overlap a lot in what we like. Obviously, we share that shiny is our favorite um, number one forever, Um, but we have very different tastes when it comes to girl groups. And Which I think is,
0: will be fun for the sake of this podcast oh, of is and that we're not I, the same no, person. No, I'm
1: glad that you brought that because we're not the same person. Um <laughs> But so Shannon tends to enjoy the, like, very bubblegum sort of, like, what I like to call twee Mm -hmm. um, sort of girl groups where they're very cute and they're very girly and their songs are a little bit, like, they have that sort of bounce to them. And I really enjoy – I realized as I, like, was researching – doing some research for this show, um, I dove into my iTunes purchase history to see, like, okay, what was the first thing that I bought for myself? And it was – a girl group album which i found surprising because i usually really? tend to like boy groups more um Spica. I'm honestly
0: shocked by this. My first I didn't know you got yes. into Spica that quickly. Yes.
1: Wow. I bought two of their albums on the same day i bought uh Painkiller and Lonely. Um they're both EPs. They're both great. Speaka is a girl group. They uh had five members. They recently disbanded um to the heartbreak of me and I don't know who else because I don't know anyone else who listens to them but um, I was horribly upset because each one of these girls is incredibly talented but um, this I'm going to play a little bit for you this is the title song off of their first EP which was called Lonely Um, I'm going to be honest the music video I like don't even remember it it's not nothing know, it's nothing whoops it's nothing to write home about, um, but the song itself is fun, and they're so talented. Um, their voices are just incredible. It's kind of jazzy.
0: Okay, we've got, like, skirts with a slit situation for yeah, the Yeah, they dance. do a little bit
1: of dancing, but, like, that wasn't their strong suit, I'm not going to lie. They were singers. Mm-hmm.
0: This is cute. They're in like a house that's like full of snow.
1: I think this also had like a melody I could sing along to. Mm Mm-hmm. obligatory rap break
0: yes Uh, we'll get into that in another episode but most k-pop groups have a rapper don't we'll get into it i had to share with you
1: my discovery because i always credit exo with with i'm honestly so shocked
0: because we are Mm -hmm. both so terribly boy crazy and i think that fuels a lot of this so i'm
1: horribly biased toward boy groups i'm like so absurdly picky and like (laughs) <laughs> a little bitchy about girl groups sometimes and my first k-pop purchase was Speaka. two wow. albums in one day i just like instantly fell for those ladies and i can't even tell you how i discovered them i don't remember because i think you it's didn't all just suggested
0: videos on the side yeah, of youtube is how been. all of us like get That's here how we fall um I think, like, I think that we got to just, like, wrap it up for today because we just wanted to give you a little taste.
1: Yeah, just a little intro, who we are, why we like K-pop, and what we're going to be doing here every week.
0: Yeah, I think we're going to be doing, you know, themed episodes where we'll Mm -hmm. do a deep dive into one of the elements of K-pop because... Like we said, it's so different from the music scene here in the U.S., and there's so much to talk about.
1: It is a very intricate and complex industry, and yes. we will try. To we'll do try it to justice. do our best,
0: and I think. Well, I think the ultimate goal from this is that while we will have listeners, hopefully, who are learning things, I think we are going to learn as mm-hmm. well. Because as much as we feel like we are huge fans and know everything, I know that we don't know anything. Um, and we we know a lot about the groups that we like, but there's so much out there. And I really hope that like people find this podcast and reach out to us and let us know about things that they like. And maybe we can find new things. And I just think that it's going to be really fun. Um, So please stick around. It will be great. And um, every episode, I think we're going to end with a little bit of, with a little recommendation. Mm -hmm. Something that we think you should go watch or Google or whatever that we want to share with you. Maybe it will be on topic of the episode. Maybe it will just be something we need you to know about.
1: And we'll try to be diverse in our recommendations as well. Because Shannon and I are very biased toward like a small handful of groups. Who are all
0: pretty much in the same company. We seem, we we feel really.
1: Whatever. Um, No regrets. Anyway, (laughs) um, uh, we will try to diversify our recommendations because I think something we didn't really mention but is the most beautiful part about K-pop is that there's so many different – Sounds in K pop, like not every group sounds the same. There's really something for everyone. So we'll do our best to be diverse. Um, if you feel like we're not being diverse, please, please let us let know. Us
0: know. <laughs> uh, that's a very good, uh, segue into all of our social media handles. Mm-hmm. You can find yes. us on find us. Twitter at AMA K pod on Tumblr at AMA K tumblr dot com. Or if you want to send us an email, AMA K pod at gmail dot com. Yes. Uh, you can find us there. So, Angelica, do you want to start? What's your recommendation for this sure. first
1: week? My recommendation, um, so because I was honestly flabbergasted that my first K-pop purchase was Spica, I'm, I'm going to recommend the Spica music video Um you Don't Love Me because... Is
0: that the one where they have the fake butts on? Yes.
1: So yes. that's a great advertisement for it right there. They are mm-hmm. wearing fake butts. It's my favorite part about it. But the music video itself is just fun. Um, it's goofy. So it shows their personalities in it. They're phenomenal singers. The song is great. Um, and Spica, for those of us listening at home, is S-P-I-C-A. You Don't Love Me.
0: And with all things, we will have links to everything we talk about in the episode on our Tumblr page. So you can find things in easily. Um, My recommendation this week is going to be very topical. Um, This is a song. It was one of the first songs released in 2018. So you can get on it and be on top of K-pop for 2018. Uh, This song is by a rookie group that debuted last year called Momoland. um, And this song is called Boom boom, and it is an earworm. You will not be able to get it out of your head. Uh, but it is so fun. I've been dancing around my house to it all week. If you need a like treadmill song mm-hmm. for the gym, this is this is your bet. So check that out, Momoland. Boom boom is How my do recommendation. You spell Momoland. M O M O L A N D. All one word. All one word. Great. Um, yeah so that's it we did it this Yay! was our like first episode of our podcast and I really hope that you listened all the way to here and that you'll come back next week next yeah. week we will be talking about how these people become idols in the first place yes. so
1: how to be an idol is exactly. what we'll be talking about next week in the meantime between these weeks if you want to start looking up a couple of different um, groups and get sort of a taster plate of what K-pop is um, Shannon do you want to recommend the podcast the a playlist that we made? Yeah,
0: we made a playlist for the other podcast that we went on that we mentioned earlier that has 50 videos that we felt were like a good representation of not only videos that we love the most but things that we feel like you need to know yeah. if you're in the K-pop, like the biggest hits of the last eight years or so and um, just and something, something to get you started. Older, I think yeah. maybe just to get you started.
1: Yeah, if you're going to dive head first into this K-pop world, start here. It's the um, we originally made it for the podcast "How to Be Less Old." So the YouTube playlist name is H T B L O K pop Essentials.
0: Yes, and uh, we'll have it linked everywhere if you yeah. need to find it easily.
1: Um, so thank you so much for listening, you guys. We did it. And ask us
0: about K-pop. Ask me about K-pop. Thank you so much. jong in your inspiration.